This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, hour number three, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Appreciate each and every one of you joining us as you do on a daily basis. And uh, we've got a special guest joining us right now, Selwyn Duke joining us. And Selwyn, welcome. How are you today, sir? Not bad at all, John, and it's great to be with you. How are you? Uh, welcome back. Appreciate it. It's been a little while since we've had you, so I appreciate you joining us. Talk about Mr. Manchin, and he's kind of pondering on what to do with his party affiliation. And I've got some thoughts, but I want to get yours first. Ah, yeah, good old Joe Manchin. Well, you know, he's just a good old boy in West Virginia who happens to be wearing the Democrat label, right? Except that now, after a year or two ago, he said that he would never switch parties. Now he's thinking of leaving the Democrat Party, and not switching parties, but becoming an independent. And he says it's because both parties have become toxic. So supposedly... This is a matter of principle, but is it really? Because, you see, we see something that's happened with Joe Manchin. What's happened is that, John, ever since he supported the Inflation Reduction Act, which doesn't reduce inflation, he's been a very unpopular man in West Virginia. In fact, a recent morning consult poll had him at only 39% approval. Hmm. And so I think that perhaps he's thinking, I might not be reelected. I might not be able to beat Jim Justice, who will be my probable Republican opponent. So Mm. what could I possibly do? Well, what you could do is become independent, Mm -hmm. and then what you do is you find yourself in a three-way race, and you have the Democrat who captures the staunch liberal vote, the conservative justice who captures the staunch conservative vote, and you, with your big name recognition, you can capture Mm. that middle. You can capture the Mm -hmm. mushy middle. And Mm -hmm. I've got more to say, but I'll... Shut up. I no, no. I, I, by the way, I think, you know, you, you are in, I'm in total agreement with you on that. I, I see it exactly the same way. He is playing to wherever he feels he can win the easiest. Yeah. Well, let's understand something else here. This is really important to know. Manchin, again, just said recently, because he's trying to buttress his conservative credentials, I've told you a million times that I'm not a Washington Democrat, and that's his image. But mm-hmm. then answer me this, Joe. Why is it that you vote with Joe Biden, Mm -hmm. in other words, with the Washington Democrats, 87.9% of the time? Right. That's exactly what he does. And not only that, he's been downplaying his participation in the Inflation Reduction Act. But listen to this, okay? It passed, John, with his help, on a 51-50 party line vote. Mm -hmm. Kamala Harris was able to cast the deciding vote only because he made it a tie. And not only that, he once boasted that he, quote, wrote the bill. And get this, at his Senate website, the last I checked, there's still an August 16th, 2022 press release titled, get this, Manchin's Inflation Reduction Act signed into law. So he was calling it his own. That's what he was doing. This guy who's not a Washington Democrat. Isn't that something? Votes with the Democrats 87.9% yep. of the time. Yep. Don't forget that. No, he, he is a Democrat through and through. For those that maybe think that he's a little more on our side of the aisle, uh, no, don't think that for one minute. Joe does whatever is best for Joe, as the case is here as well, Selwyn. Do you feel like his opponent has a good chance of beating him? That's the other question I've got for you. Well, that's the whole thing. 
the polls are variable. There's no doubt about it. And unfortunately, people have short memories, so it seems like he's not as unpopular as he was last year when he supported the act back then. One analysis found that he was the least popular politician in the country. But that said, it seems like Jim Justice would be the favorite. So if he gets into this three-way race, why can that work? There's precedent for it. In 2006, John, Joe Lieberman, who was a senator from Connecticut, found himself attacked by his party for the same reason Manchin is attacked. They claimed he was too conservative. They ran a very liberal guy against him in the Democratic primaries in Connecticut, Ned Lamont. Ned Lamont won. And so Lieberman said, okay, in your face, I'm going to run as an independent. And with his name recognition, he won the seat as an independent with less than 50% of the vote. And Manchin possibly could replicate mm. that because, again, he does have that big name in mm-hmm. West Virginia. Make he no does. mistake about it. No, he yeah. does. And as you know, Selwyn, uh, I hope everybody else understands this. I'm not sure that they do at times, Selwyn. People vote as much with that name recognition as they do anything else. The average voter, let's face it, is... I'm just sorry. They're not very educated when it comes to voting. In most cases, they don't have any idea what they're voting on. They see a name, they recognize it, they put a check mark or however it is they vote in that particular area, and that's what they do, and that's what he's going to dovetail into. Well, absolutely. And by the way, I'm glad you mentioned that because let's see if we can educate a little bit here. Now, I'm going to say something that's going to blow many people's minds. A really wise voter understands that in a general election, he votes the party and not the person. Now, you might say, Duke, how could you say that? That's no, so yeah, you, you and I speak You and yeah. I speak the same language, <laughs> so no, you're, right on, you're right on the money. Yeah. It's, because, it's because Manchin is not an outlier in supporting his party almost 90% of the time. Another example, Liz Cheney, big anti-Trumper, right? Guess what? When she was a congresswoman, she voted with Trump 91% of the time. The point is, is that these people support their parties the vast majority of the time. Therefore, when you cast a vote in a general election, you are deciding whether to give the Republicans or the Democrats another vote to support their agenda. That is the only thing before you. You vote the person in the primaries, not the general election. You are a thousand percent correct, Selwyn. You couldn't be more right. And it is a discussion we have here on a regular basis. There was another individual that uh, is a host here in town that uh, my engineer charlie was telling me about today that feels like and this is a very libertarian type individual that said listen i'm going to vote for whoever i want to vote for and if this particular person is running i'm just going to not vote at all i'm going to abstain because it's my vote my vote counts i'm going to do whatever i want to with my vote by the way selwyn dumbest thing i could ever hear anybody ever say in their entire life yeah yeah i agree with you i mean people will say well, the lesser of two evils is still an evil, but my response to that is, we're on earth, we're not in heaven. You're always That's dealing right. with evils. That's right. I'm going to say, as Jesus said, only God is good, right? That's right. But the truth is, we're all flawed human beings. You've got flawed human beings among whom to choose. So make the wise. Well, bottom line yeah. is, in my opinion, I look at it even one step further, Selwyn, for, for me— as a Republican, to no matter who's on the R ticket going into 2024, if it's a Joe Biden or if it's a Gavin Newsom or whoever it is on the left, by the way, I don't care who the D is, uh, my vote on the R is always better than the vote on the D. And me abstaining any way, shape, or form just gave the D the vote. So why would I do that? No, exactly. There's no doubt about it. And sure, sometimes you end up voting for someone who you don't like very much. But again, as I said before, You've got to address that in the primaries. Yep. If you don't like the person who was chosen, then maybe everyone needed to get out and work harder during primary season. But once you've got that guy on the ticket, again, you're voting the party for the aforementioned reason because they're going to support their parties almost yep. all the time. Yep. Just view them as clones. Every yep. Republican right. is a clone of other Republicans, and same yep. for Democrats. You know, I've got to have you back, <laughs> Selwyn, especially as we roll through 2024, because I, I need more help to remind people of what you just said because I can't do it alone. Yeah, well, we all have to preach the truth, spread the good word, right? <laughs> uh, how do folks find you, Selwyn? What's the best way for them to do that? Well, SelwynDuke.com is my website. I'm published all the time at TheNewAmerican.com, and I'm in a lot of other places, too. I'm all over. I'm everywhere. Selwyn, <laughs> as, as I said earlier, it's been, it's been too long. Thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it, and I will definitely have you back, as, we, as you can tell. We, as you know, we speak the same language very much. We do. And thanks for having me. Thanks, Owen. Appreciate it very much. And 
Folks, I couldn't have said it any better myself, so I appreciate him. You can find him. His name is spelled, by the way, S-E-L-W-Y-N, and then just Duke. So Selwyn, S-E-L-W-Y-N, and I appreciate him very much. Flesh Law is up next. Kevin Flesh, he is my attorney, and if you've got any kind of a legal issue going on that you need help with, uh, car insurance, business, contracts, anything along those lines. He's there to help you with that. Flesh Law Firm, call him at 303-806-8886. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law has a unique background that makes him a more effective advocate for you. He handles both criminal and civil cases. Most attorneys only do one or the other, but Kevin has almost 25 years of experience on both sides, which means he has more practice in the courtroom. Most personal injury attorneys will say they have experience in court, but since only about 10% of personal injury cases actually go to trial, those attorneys only appear in court once or twice a year. Because Kevin also takes criminal cases, he appears in court constantly. Kevin has a rare ability to present an argument that only comes from years of experience learning how to read a courtroom. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh continues to practice both civil and criminal defense because he believes the courtroom keeps him nimble. Trial tested, trial ready. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Schedule a free consultation now at 303-806-8886. Your air conditioner is costing you a fortune, and Denver is the perfect climate for quiet, cool, attic, and whole house technology, so you can save money and enjoy a cool home. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is now your source for quiet, cool technology. With a quiet, cool whole house or attic fan, you can use the cool evenings and mornings to your advantage by pulling the cool air in and pushing the hot air out, giving you a lower baseline temperature to start with and ensuring that your expensive air conditioner isn't doing all the work. The U.S. Department of Energy calls quiet, cool fans the most cost-efficient way to cool any home. Don't sweat your way through the summer this year or pay a fortune to run your air conditioner. Get a quiet, cool attic or whole house fan installed with Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air today. KLZ listeners can save $300 on a quiet, cool installation. Just go to klzradio.com absolute and fill out the short form. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air. KNR Home Transitions, two realtors for the price of one. Ask about the, the re-up, the remodel program they've got to see if that's a good fit for you. 720-437-8210. You need to sell your home, but it needs some remodeling. That sounds simple. All you need to do is source contractors, research the market to find out what buyers are looking for, direct the work to be done, hire someone to clean up the mess, do the work, shoot photography and list the home, negotiate with buyers, make concessions, and redo some of the work you already did. Oh, okay. That doesn't sound very simple. But there is a better option. You can hire Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions and let them partner with ReUp to handle the updates without paying a dime up front. ReUp will remodel your home based on what will sell and increase value. They will do the work, clean the mess, and Cat and Robin will market and list the home to sell fast. K&R will help you navigate the process start to finish. You can let them do the work and enjoy the additional cash you make from selling a highly marketable home faster than you could have. Go to klzradio.com home to learn more about K&R Home Transitions and RIA. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. I've got another guest joining us at 530, so I've got a little quick story I want to interject, which somebody just sent me, and I had other things in my notes, but I think this one is, is appropriate given just what's going on and some of the things that have happened over the summer and so on. And yes, this is the number one reason why I always tell you to rent a car with a credit card. Nothing else. Not a debit card, a credit card. I'm sorry if you don't have one, get one, because debit cards don't work well in this situation. I know some of you are going to text me and say, well, mine does. Well, in general, they don't. Yes, there are certain situations where yours may, but in general, they do not. A Denver woman reached out to uh, Denver 7 saying that Enterprise Rent-A-Car was charging her thousands of dollars for hail repairs on her rental car after telling her that the car had hail damage. I was told there's no damage. I can now process your receipt and pay it, which I did. 
Almost two and a half hours later, after I dropped the car off and went home, I got a call from Enterprise saying there's hail damage, and we now see it. She was told that she would be responsible for the five to $12,000 in repairs. So in this case, she said, it hit me really hard. I don't have that money. They can claim anything they want. I just felt so helpless. So then, of course, she reached out to the helpline at Denver 7 that it reported there was uh, multiple times since 2019 on issues with Enterprise finding damage after customers returned a car. While Enterprise declined a request for an interview, a spokesman emailed, it's important to remember that customers are financially responsible for damage that occurs during a rental transaction, regardless of fault or negligence, just as if they own the rental vehicle themselves. In this case, though, Enterprise stated that they had reviewed hail activity on maps and can confirm that there was damaging hail on the night that she picked up the car. But as a gesture of goodwill, the company had decided to waive her repair fees. Well, okay, number one, several things wrong here. And let me explain. I know this is sort of a drive radio deal, but I think it applies to everybody. And a lot of you will be renting cars as you do different things throughout the holidays, whether it's Labor Day, whether it be for business stuff, whether it be for holidays that come up in November for Thanksgiving or Christmas. These are things to remember when renting a car. Number one, always use a credit card. In some cases, the credit card will even have some coverage for the rental car that if you read the fine print will be there. Know that ahead of time, by the way, and use the proper card because some do that differently than others. So read the fine print and read, you know, read what your card comes with, I guess is what I should say. In most cases, it's going to be in sort of the addendum. If you go online to your credit card and you look at benefits of the card, it'll kind of be in that area. It's what I have found anyways. Now, next thing is, you all carry around this nifty little device called a phone. And last I checked, the millions upon millions upon millions of people in this country, including kids, have one. And to my knowledge, unless you're using something from like 1995 that doesn't have a camera built in, there's a camera there as well. So here's what you do with that camera. Before renting the car, or as you're going through the process of renting it, take a little video of the car. And if you notice, by the way, which I do, a door ding or a scratch or maybe where somebody drags the luggage across the back bumper, video all that. So you know it's there prior to you getting in the car. Because keep in mind, that's time-stamped. That video will be dated and time-stamped, showing that it's been made at the time of the pickup. And if you want to, take a little view around where you're picking it up at, you know, the rental car, agent, all of that. Just Now, some of you, like me, may have the quick access to go get the car without waiting in line. And if that's you, you still got to do the same thing. Video it inside the garage where the car is at and all of that, and they'll pretty much know where you're at. It's pretty, you know, do the, all, the stall number, the whole bit, they'll know exactly what's going on. But video the car, the outside, inside, all of that to know, is there any damage? Here's where it's tough on hail damage. Depending upon where it's parked, the color of the car, and how bright it is inside, it's very hard to see some of that. And in some cases, you may be dropping the car off outside rather than back inside, or there's more light when you drop it off, or, or, or. Or they take the car out for service, and that's when they notice it's got all this hail damage, which in this case may very well have happened when she picked it up. You have no idea. Why? Because nobody did what I just said. Now, to Enterprise's credit, they didn't charge her, and they're going to make this go away, and good for them. But this can happen with any rental car company, by the way. I'm not picking on Enterprise by any means. This can be anybody. I've had different people call in to drive radio on stories along these lines. That's why it's imperative that when you pick up a vehicle, you do a complete walk around. Now, here's the thing. If that vehicle is perfect, do you need to take a picture? No. What are you going to show? That it was perfect, and if you bring it back with a dent, it now has a dent. So if it's perfect and there's nothing in it, well, there's no need to video anything because there's nothing there. The only, th- the only thing you really need to video is if you see damage. Other than that, no, you don't really need to do a video. I mean, sometimes you'll get in a rental car, not lately, but sometimes you get in one where it's fairly new. Well, if that's the case, it's going to be pretty, pretty good shape, and there's nothing really to video or take pictures of. Now, I've rented some cars of late that have 35,000 miles on them, and they're beat. So, yeah, you've got to video those and show all the damage that's on it so that you're not charged for something later on that you didn't cause. 
And in that case, I would even video tread depth on tires and things along those lines because you don't want to be accused of something that, again, you didn't do. So going back to also, if you do this with a credit card, you have more protection. It's just easier to get these things taken care of if something like this were to come up. So whoever texted me this, thank you, by the way. It's a good story and a reminder to all of us that these are the things that this happens to all of us, me included. You've typically flown to a destination. You spend a lot of time getting there. Maybe you left really early in the morning. And by the time you get there, depending upon where you've traveled, it's a long day. So you've then gone and waited in a rental car line. And you're tired, is my point. So then you go hop in the car, and it's like, I just want to get out of here. Well, slow down. Take an additional 30 seconds to a minute is all this is. It's not a very long time. And before you even put the luggage in the back or the trunk... Take a little video and do what I just said. It will pay off dividends down the road if something is to happen or something were to happen. Now, also, if there's damage and somebody put a big old door ding or something like that, are you responsible? Depending upon the size, yeah, you might be. And you have to make the decision on the front side where you're going to buy insurance or not. Now, if you buy the insurance, by the way, through them, none of this matters. They're just going to take care of it. You bought the insurance. I never buy insurance, but that's me. I've got it covered in different ways. So you have to do whatever you think is best for you, but bottom line, video the car itself before you rent it so that you have a good understanding of what's going on and there's no questions after the fact. I would also video it when I drop off, by the way, just in case. We've had stories on Drive Radio where the car was turned in perfect, But then hours later, they get a phone call or even days later. Hey, you know, in one case, we had a drive radio listener. It was like 10 days later. They got a big bill for something that they know for a fact they didn't do. The next next renter did. So, yeah, I would even take a video of the vehicle upon drop off knowing, hey, this thing's perfect. Nothing's changed. It's exactly the way it was when I picked it up. Take a video of that as well. If this person, by the way, had done that, she wouldn't have had any of these issues. Hi-Fi Plumbing. Make sure that your plumbing is working the way it should be. And if you have any issues at all, that's where High Five comes in. They can do upgrades for you as well. So you name it, whatever you need when it comes to plumbing, it's a one-stop shop. They're doing a second location, which probably is about done by now over in the Golden Area. So they're going to have all of the town, complete town. They've already had it covered, but this just gives them better service across the board. Any plumbing needs you have, give them a call, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Five Plumbing knows that your drains are out of sight, out of mind, until they back up. High Five uses a range of high-tech gadgetry to find out what's blocking your pipes and drains. From small augers to big rooters that slice through clogs like a hot knife through butter, they have the tools and knowledge to fix your clog fast, right, and permanently. High Five can solve your plumbing problem fast and educate you on what happened and how to prevent it in the future. Drain clogs can happen far from where you can see and for a wide range of reasons and causes. So when it is necessary, High Five uses a camera system to take video footage of the clog and show it to you so you can stop it from happening again. High Five also offers an enzyme treatment which is a bacteria that feeds on organic matter like algae, mold, hair, and other clog-causing material to keep your drains running freely. When your drains are gurgling and draining slowly, call High Five for this at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE today or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing. Stream Auto Repair, we talked to Sean in the first hour, and if you need anything for your vehicle, tires especially, they can take care of it. But as we talked to Sean, they really can do anything from the smallest of vehicles all the way up to medium-duty trucks. If you've got a vehicle that needs fixed or maintained, they can take care of you. Find them today at klzradio.com. The hot temps around the Denver metro area are just getting hotter. And Extreme Auto Repair wants you and your vehicle to stay cool. When the heat outside swelters, you are at a much higher risk of your engine overheating and failing, leaving you stranded and waiting on a tow. 
You know to check your coolant frequently, but did you know that low engine oil can also cause your engine to overheat faster? This is especially important in the mountains where your car is driven much harder than on flat ground. Simple things like regular oil changes done on time with extreme auto repair can help protect your engine and keep you safe. In the harsh and ever-changing Colorado weather, it's important to make sure that your car is always in tip-top shape. And Extreme Auto Repair will help you make that happen. Appointments are required for services and inspection. So to schedule your visit to Extreme Auto Repair, go to klzradio.com extreme today. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, some of you may be looking to trade down in vehicles to save money, or you're looking for a vehicle for that first-time driver. You name it, they've got you covered. RidgelineAutobrokers.com is the website, or call 303-442-4141. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Appreciate you all joining us today. And, uh, again, if you miss any episode or any hour segment, I should say, you can always go to the website, rushtoreason.com. We have a show notes section there that you can click on the upper toolbar. And in doing so, go right to our show notes per day, and you can even do a search there if need be. If there's something you're wanting to see, we've got that as well. So, uh, Braden, I should say, Busek joining us now. Braden, welcome. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it very much. Uh, uh, Director of Litigation at SFL. And what is SFL, by the way? I'll let you say instead of me. Uh, SLF, I'm sorry. SLF, not SFL. SLF. Yeah, we're we're one of the uh, nation's oldest conservative public interest groups. We've been around since the 1970s. Um, One of our sister organizations, Mountain States Legal Foundation, is out your way. So uh, some of your listeners maybe know about them. Gotcha. And you're at the Southeastern League and Legal Foundation. Talk to us about Nashville. They settled a case that you guys were involved in uh, regarding a sidewalk law, which a lot of folks listening would think, okay, what's what's a sidewalk law? (laughs) Well, Nashville uh, has a sidewalk law, as many many cities, but Nashville's was very odd. Because what cities typically do is they build sidewalks and they pay for that out of the tax revenues. Okay. But what Nashville did is because Nashville is somehow a uh, completely fiscally mismanaged city that is uh, has massive revenue shortfalls, particularly in the infrastructure realm, they decided to uh, make people start paying for their own sidewalks. And the way they did it was by saying you can't have a permit from the city unless you agree to build the city sidewalks and deed a portion of your land without compensation to the city. Um, now, you, you, this may stun you. There's one way you could get out of this condition, and that's also just by giving the city a pot full of money. I see. But one way or another, if you wanted a permit out of the city of Nashville, you were going to be out a lot of money. And we, we represented two Nashvilleians, both of whom were told that before they could have permits for their houses – uh, they were going to have to fork over around $9,000 so the city could use that to build sidewalks on someone else's property. 
Sounds like extortion. Yeah, that, it's a great word because that's actually the one that the Supreme Court has used and that the court used in our case as well. It is a form of extortion. Yeah, because, the city is uh, exchanging its discretionary governmental functions, the right. things it's supposed to do, right. uh, in exchange for you paying them money. Which, I, from what I understand, Braden, I could be wrong, I don't think Nashville is the only city doing this. I think there's more of them. I guess what really needs to happen is more people need to start standing up and hiring folks like you to come represent them, because I don't think Nashville is the only one doing this. Yeah, they don't need to hire folks like me. They need to hire me. Ah, so there you go. Perfect. If there's people out there in cities with uh, who think they might have similar laws, they can look for us in Southeastern Legal Foundation and submit a case inquiry. We we provide all of our legal services entirely free of charge, um, and we are a charity. Uh, but unlike most of your charities, you know exactly where all of your dollars right. are go, will right. go, and that's to suing the government. We have a situation in the city of Denver right now. I was reading the other day, and Charlie may correct me on this, but I believe we've got a lot of sidewalks that are in disrepair in the city of Denver, and they're trying to figure out a way to tax them or fee them in an extra way to get the city sidewalks repaired because, much like Nashville, they mismanage their funds so badly they don't have the money to fix them either. So it's a similar deal, only not exactly the way they're working it on the permit side. They're just going to try to figure out how to come in on the backside and charge these particular homeowners the fee to fix their sidewalks. Yeah, I mean, that'd be something to look for because the case that we just uh, won um, might be something that could provide a, a good bit of relief if the city oversteps its bounds there. I really um, feel like they are, are, Braden. I mean, again, to your point, these are supposed to be budgeted items. That's yeah. The city right. is using everything from you know property tax revenue, sales tax revenue, use taxes, business. I mean, there's so many different taxes, as you know, cities collect. They need to be funneling them to the right things. Unfortunately, they don't. And then in this case, somebody wants to build a house is left holding the bag. Yeah, and I mean, you, know, you wonder how cities in, in this day and age can find themselves with such precarious budget shortfalls. But it's because they're so engaged in doing Everything other than the routine yep. business of running a city. That's right. I mean, I, I could go on all day about all of the nonsense that consumes the National City Council, global warming or threats to transgender children. I mean, yep. things that just should yep. not concern a city government when they need to fill potholes and pay for sidewalks. Yeah, I mean, the way I always say it is, it is not the proper role of government. The proper role of government, especially in this case, is you're supposed to build our infrastructure, you're supposed to handle the sidewalks and the streets and the sewer and the drainage and the things that go to that, not the things you just mentioned. That, that sounds really, really boring to me. Um, <laughs> you know, if you really that, get down to it, Braden, a city should be, should be pretty boring when it comes to just their mandated things that they're supposed to do. The problem is they get off on all these tangents and end up doing things. I just read an article that somebody sent me in my town of Golden where I don't live too far from, actually, I have a golden address. I live in the unincorporated area, and that's a western uh, city here in the city of, you know, in the city. It's a, it's a western suburb of Denver is what I should say, Braden. Uh, wonderful and, and, city. I've been to Golden. Okay, wonderful. you've been to Golden. Okay, so they're thinking, they're thinking about outlawing drive throughs because of the traffic implications drive throughs cause. <laughs> well, you, you just couldn't make that, make this stuff up. No, you can't. In the time and effort that they're going to spend studying an issue like whether they should have drive-throughs, which would be up to each individual American to decide. Meanwhile, they're going to be squandering dollars that could go to pay for things like sidewalks. Right. That's right. I mean, I mean, some of this, Braden, you literally just, you, I have no other choice but to just shake your head and say, wait a minute, time out. There, there's no, we, we have a homelessness crisis going on across the front range here in Colorado. There's all sorts of other things going on that whether or not a, which by the way, when you go to approve fast food joints, you know, you know, building of, uh, and by the way, unless you've got a really good reason to not allow them to have a drive through and somebody next door may have one, you better have pretty good reason to deny that. But really all this can be done at the planning and approval process in the building permits. Right. This is not, of course, if that's a city issue at all, it certainly can be done there. It doesn't need to consume the attention of the city of the city council. And meanwhile, as you allude to, you know, they're ignoring the much harder problems, like the fact that kids are chronically miseducated. There's decades yep. and decades of poor public school performance. They can't fill potholes. Or you've got this rising crisis in crime and homelessness and mental illness in the streets. 
Nope, they're not interested in fixing those things. Nope. They're worried about, in your case, drivers. Yep, they're worried about that. We've got, again, we've got a, a homeless homelessness crisis here. To your point, our roads and, and what our thoroughfare, thoroughfares are are just in dismal shape. Uh, literally in Colorado, Braden, you can cross the line into the surrounding states, and I am not exaggerating. I myself have encountered it, and I've got listeners that say the same thing. You can literally go to another state like Kansas, which is east of us, and as you cross the border, the pavement literally changes from good or from bad to good. <laughs> uh, well, in all other respects, you know, it's hard for me to differentiate between the two. You guys have mountains, but you're both very square states. But it's good to know that the roads are different. Uh, our roads are very different, and I will admit we have some challenges when it comes to our weather and our roads and so on, but so do other states that are similar to us, and they seem to be just fine. Our problem, Braden, like most cities and states, we don't allocate correctly. Oh, yes. I mean, this is the year 2023. I mean, we're living a lifestyle that our forebears could barely dream of. That's our right. biggest problem is the fact that we are misgoverned That's chronically right. That's at right. all levels. <laughs> So, so talk to us All for of a moment. All our challenges are attributable to misgovernment. Yeah. I know you said this a moment ago, but talk to us a moment about what you guys do, and if there's somebody out there listening that needs help, what do they do? Who do they call? How does this work? Yeah, all you got to do is hop on the internet, look up Southeastern Legal Foundation. We've got a tab there for cases, or contact us. And if you've got a case idea, uh, submit your case idea. We'd love to hear them. Uh, I have no doubt, unfortunately, that Nashville is not the only city with this bad idea. Nope. So if you feel like you're subjected to a similar extortion racket for sidewalks or some other comparable city service, let us know about it. In this particular case, you ended up getting them a settlement for two, about 224000 and some change, and there was another case similar to this that totaled about one hundred and fifty k, which means the city is paying that out. It would have been much easier for them just to build the sidewalk in the first place, by the way. Yeah, I mean, violating civil rights can be expensive. Um, and in this case, all of that money is going to go back to uh, providing compensation for the people who they extorted and then paying attorney's fees uh, to the attorneys that took this case to federal court and prevailed. Awesome. Braden, again, thank you for joining us. I lo- love talking to you. We'll have you back. I appreciate it. Stay in touch and let us know if anything else comes up you want to chat about. Would love to do it. Thanks for having Thanks, me Thanks, Braden. Appreciate it very much. Like that guy. By the way, not that I don't like most attorneys and people along those lines, but I, I like him just because he speaks our language and he understands what the proper role of government is. And so many times it's not they're not doing the proper role of government. And I'll be honest, folks. We need to do more of what he just said instead of just sweeping some of this under the rug or you know, trying to fight City Hall and a lot of developers will just cave in. No, what we need to do is sue them just like they did. Just like happened with the city of Nashville. If we don't start taking action on some of these things, we're going to keep losing. And it's high time we started making cities do exactly what they're supposed to do and inform them of what the proper role of government is. And by the way, worrying about whether a, city, whether a fast food joint has a drive through or not is not one of them. In the, in the city of Golden, they're going to spend money for a study to find out whether or not we should even outlaw them or not. I say we because I have a golden address. I don't live in Golden, but I have an address there. Absolute lunacy. This is why we have to control government. If you don't, it just runs willy-nilly wherever it wants to, and it'll take every, every right of yours away if, it'll, if it's allowed to. And I mean that sincerely. Government grows exponentially if we don't keep it intact. We, we the people, I said this yesterday with Andy, we the people have to be the ones to control it. Affordable interest mortgages next. Kurt Rogers, whatever you need when it comes to a mortgage, and especially you first-time home buyers interested in buying a home, veterans as well, Kurt would love to help either one of you when it comes to home buying. Call him today at 720-895-0500. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. 
Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by door. Equal credit lender. Golden Eagle Financial, have you talked to your financial planner recently? If it's been a long time, you need a new one, and that should be Al Smith, Golden Eagle Financial. Find him at klzradio.com. When you go it alone, saving for retirement, Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows you take on significant risk for making the wrong moves with your hard-earned money. When you work with Al, performance may increase up to 20% more than employer-sponsored plans or with automated services. As an experienced advisor, Al uses over 30 years of retirement planning experience to help you understand what drives a good retirement plan. Al gets to know you personally so he can understand your goals, fears, and needs and gives you the best guidance possible given your unique situation. Approaching retirement doesn't need to be difficult. You just need the experience of Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial to direct you on the smart way to go. So visit klzradio.com money now to schedule a no-strings-free consultation and take control of your retirement plan. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. All right, Pops Garage Doors. If you've got a garage door, which a lot of you do, you might have an opener that has issues. You might have a door that has issues. You may want to do a complete upgrade on your door or the opener or both. Pops can do it all, and it's not a high-pressure sales. Their number one goal is to fix your current door, and then you can determine what you want to do after that. 719-399-1089. Do the job right the first time is not just a saying, it's the founding principle of Pops Garage Doors. Pops understands the importance of a seamless experience when it comes to repairing your garage door. And that is why they are committed to excellence with a quality of service you can only get from family. As a family-owned business, Pops' team of expert technicians will treat you with that same care and respect they give to their family. They will service your garage door right the first time with no pressure to upsell or too-good-to-be-true deals. Pops Garage Door doesn't just do customer service, they do family service, providing a free inspection and estimate to ensure your garage door is fixed the first time out. And with over 275-star Google reviews, you can be confident Pops will treat you well. Let Pops Garage Door do the job right the first time for you. Go to klzradio.com slash garage. That's klzradio.com slash garage. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Nancy with Metron Technology said, We have used Business Equipment Service for many years. They are always pleasant to work with and responsive to our infrequent requests for service. We highly recommend them. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or need service on equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right. I wasn't going to go here, but one of you egged me along talking about cities. And how really, if they were smart, they would sit down and figure out how many services can they contract out versus doing themselves. And, uh, again, I wasn't going to go here, but I will. I got a few minutes left. Yes, so many, so many cities could save so much money by contracting the majority of what they do, privatize it. Across the board. Far too many cities run far too many things in the city and do too many things on their own that they shouldn't be doing, and it's not even their proper role. For example, there's far too many cities that own commercial property that even compete with other business owners in said city. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Cities should never in my opinion, ever own any kind of commercial property that they then manage, lease, and control. 
I don't care if it's a shopping mall. I don't, I don't care what it is. And we have far too much of it in Colorado, frankly. Not the proper role of government. Not the proper way to use your tax dollars. I don't care if they make money on it. Not the proper role. Period. End of discussion. And if you're on a city council that owns property, you should be doing everything you possibly can to get rid of it. Sell it off. Be done with it. It's not your role to own property as a city. Period. It's like the city of Denver. I know this one, this one always gets me. And I know they've sold off some or they've done some things differently with it. i got to look it up exactly to know exactly how it works. But it's like the city of Denver owning Winter Park Ski Resort. Not the proper role of a city at all. That should be sold off to a ski resort and be done with it. And Denver should not own that. I don't think I don't think a city should own an airport. That's a whole other conversation for another day. So many things that cities get involved in that they shouldn't. And I only thing I can think of is it's just some some numbskull on city council or a mayor or somebody that just thinks, oh, we should do this or we should do that or we should provide this or we should provide that. I, I don't I don't understand where this mentality even comes from. Instead of running around thinking about how to minimize things that they are in charge of, they add to it. And then, and then, they get big enough, which in some cases they don't even get big enough, but they get big enough to then hire a city manager, which is my next pet peeve, which I just absolutely can't stand. If you're a city manager, love you, more power to you, but I hate your job. And it's unnecessary. I don't care how big the city is. City managers should never exist. If your city is doing so many things that it needs a city manager and its council can't handle things, you're doing too many things. And you haven't privatized enough. And that's on you. Shame on you. And yet we've got little dinky cities like Frederick and Decono with city managers. And I say dinky cities, they're dinky. And they by no means have any right at all to have a city manager. If you live up that way, you should be fixing that. You should be going to city council every single meeting demanding that that job be eliminated. And if the mayor and the city council can't handle things, you got too many things they're doing. Plain and simple. They have not privatized enough things. They're doing too many things on their own. City managers, by the way, you talk about a cush job. It is like the ultimate cush job. These guys will make anywhere from 150 to 250 grand a year, even in a small city. Everything runs through them. Shouldn't, but it does. They literally have total control over what happens in the city, and in a lot of cases, have a lot of control over council. It should be the other way around. And some of you are saying, no, 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 John, that's not how it works. The city council and the mayor, they control the manager. Um, I can tell you city council and planning meetings I've been to to where, no, you you wish that were the case. I've been to meetings where literally a topic comes up, a development, something along those lines comes up, and every single council member and the mayor look to the city manager to get the nod of approval whether or not they should proceed or not. I've seen it with my own two eyes. So for those of you out there thinking that doesn't happen, think again. It sure does. That is way too much power to give one individual. And yet, it happens every single day across this great country, especially along the front range here. We have an epidemic of city managers in this, in this area, in my opinion. It's sort of like a contest. Oh, well, the city over there has a manager. We need one. No, you don't. They think they do, but no, you don't. If city council and the mayor is doing the job they were elected to do, they wouldn't need a city manager. And don't come back with me. Well, they're not paid enough. Well, then don't do it. Then don't run. If you don't have the time and the ability to put into the job what it takes to do the job and run the city, don't do it. Don't run. You don't need a city manager. Well, we just don't have the expertise. Well, then don't run. Then let somebody else that does have more expertise run. See, guys, there's an answer to this whole city manager thing over and over and over again. I could spend an hour on this. 
because it's such a big deal to me because we waste so much money and time and resources on city managers. It's ridiculous. And we give them far, far, far too much power. In most cases, as I just said, they run the city. That's why it's called the city manager. Council gives them all the authority to do all of the day-to-day decisions, and they just sit back and run for the next election. So screwed up how we do these things, it's ridiculous. And yet, it happens over and over and over again. In fact, as far as I'm concerned, you should outlaw them. Should not allow city managers. Ought to be a constitutional state law that they're not allowed. If a city can't run itself with its elected officials then you've got the wrong board or, you know, the wrong council, the wrong mayor, the wrong whatever. If you have to hire a manager, you're doing it wrong, in my opinion. All right. Whoever that was that got me all riled up, that's your fault. But that's my feeling on city managers and and what we do as far as cities go and how much we waste when it comes to what they do. And it's your dollars. One last thing. Government has no money without you. So these are your dollars being spent, by the way, on a city manager. Veteran Windows and Doors is next. 40% off this month. Have Dave come out, analyze what he needs to do for you and your home, and he'll take care of the rest. It's that simple. Go to klzradio.com. Veteran Windows and Doors actually educates their customers so they know exactly what their codes are. All of their products are rated to exceed those codes and maximize the return on your investment. Everyone claims to make the best windows and doors, but Veterans knows that every window and door has to be tested for how efficient it truly is. Owner Dave Bancroft will tell you the energy efficiency ratings have to be clearly labeled on your windows and doors when you receive them at your home. If the windows and doors are not Energy Star certified or do not meet your local energy codes, the windows will not earn you any rebates, credits, or energy savings. Window and door replacement is a great investment in your home. However, if they aren't properly rated for efficiency, you are just throwing your money out the window. No pressure, no upsell, just plain facts so you can make the best decision for your home. Get 40% off labor and material costs for the month of August with Veteran Windows and Doors by visiting klzradio.com window. Suck it up, buttercup. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, about 20 seconds left is all today, and my wife texted me and said, don't blow a gasket. <laughs> almost did. City managers just drive me crazy. Maybe it's because I've dealt with so many of them on a one-on-one basis that I just look at them and think, you are the biggest worthless human being on the planet doing the job you do. Yeah, I just said that. I can't stand them, as you can tell. So. I'll leave you with that. Have a great night, guys. Don't worry. I'll be back tomorrow. Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve House will be with us in the first hour. Talking about is mask mandates and so on going to be back soon. And if so, what do we do about it? We'll be back tomorrow. Don't worry. Have a great night. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.